the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Dow Jones is laying off people? Oh, that's not good. Job cuts are now expanding beyond Silicon Valley, beyond the, beyond the fang. And dementia face Joe Biden is going to blame Republicans because, quite frankly, the morons that voted for Joe Biden, they're either in the mafia and make money regardless, or they need a good excuse to feel good about welfare, to feel good about doing nothing. So they're going to play the class warfare game before the Republicans have passed one bill. Because the Democrats that vote for Joe Biden, they have no idea how government works. They have no idea how anything works, unless they're the financiers of this corporatism we pretend is our government. But what I enjoy is this show, and I mean it. Because to watch him walk out there with that thousand-yard stare, like some moron waiting for rice pudding in some in Villa Scalabrini, it's almost worth this aggravation. Manufacturing jobs continue to up stronger. He meant manufacturing. Squirrel, I've explained to you the dementia messes with his tongue. He can't speech. The, the enunciation is terrible. And uh, he keeps regurgitating the same talking points. I even think he refers to turning his back on you and his mother, who died like half a century ago. Manufacturing jobs continue to up stronger than any time in the last 40 years. And I don't think it's unfair to say that this is all evidence that the Biden economic plan, because you all is actually working. It's- so what, uh, that's in spite of Joe Biden and any manufacturing jobs that are increasing because of Joe Biden are because of his corruption with the labor extortion mafia, like the one he's talking in front of, the pipefitter unions, who all of a sudden look a lot more feminine than the pro-abortion march I saw in Washington last week. It's working. It really is. And there's no question... By the way, I, my mother were here, she would have had me say at the outset, I apologize for my back when I'm speaking to you all. I- That's the 17th time he said that this year. Because there was nobody behind him, not that the audience or that the uh, media will pick up on it, because this speech that I'm playing for you, very difficult to find. You know, when the president spoke, when we had a man as president, it was on every news station. Every news station, every word dissected. But see, with Dementia Face Joe, they know they can't focus on how, how he sounds, how he looks, or the actual language that comes out of his pie hole. I'm sorry, but... Uh... Speaking of pie holes, Kamala Harris is in L.A. No, she's not talking about the numerous family members that have been killed by cartels over the last month. She's talking about the uh, Chinaman who shot other Chinese people during Chinese New Year, which apparently is some new celebration we're unaware of. Look, uh, we're moving in the right direction. Now we've got to protect those gains. We've got to protect those gains. 
that our policies have generated. Protect them from the MAGA Republicans in the House of Representatives who are threatening to destroy this progress. Look, you know, this ain't your father's Republican Party. This is a different breed of cat, as they say. Our father's Republican Party and Democrat Party would have never tolerated a dementia-ridden president like you. Never. A corrupt whore that we've had the evidence, and now the rest of your sloth moron voters are finally catching up. I don't know where the hell you've been. Oh, it's so shocking. We knew this 36 months ago. What a crooked rat bastard you are. And in the meantime, you're going to reflect on what things used to be like? See, I remember in 1988 when your lying, crooked ass ran and how you were laughed off stage. Dummy, that was before you had the thousand-yard stare, looking like you're waiting for rice pudding at Villa Scalabrini. You know, as hard as it is to believe, they want to pass legislation to do the following things. I've been saying this, no one believed until I start to introduce this stuff. They want to raise your gas prices. They want. Is that rich? Is that as rich as it could be? They don't want to raise your gas prices, stupid. They want to make the energy sector... Strong. They want to make us energy independent like we were before you stole the office. Dementia face. That's what they want to do. And then the other thing they want to do. Here's what will never sell in this country. Never. It's called a value added tax and eliminate all income tax. Because here's the skinny. The scum and the scourge that vote Democrat. They don't earn money. They live on welfare handouts and cheese. And that's what it really is. Now the Republican plan ironically enough wants to do more of that, just in a different, stupider way. And they want to add a 30% value-added tax. tax. And the reason is, I was dissecting this today. Do you know why, Squirrel, they want it to be 30%? Because the government, that's their profit margin on everything that happens, every transaction of every commodity. The government makes by far... The largest cut of every transaction than the producer, the manufacturer, the retailer, the wholesaler, the consumer. They make money on everything, like the gangsters they are. I want to cut taxes for billionaires who pay virtually only 3% of their income now. Wait, Zelensky pays 3% of his income? Ihor Kolomoisky pays 3%? Victor Bout? Does Hunter Biden pay 3%? Does the Biden crime family pay 3%, you lying, crooked rat? 3% they pay it. You know, a, a babysitter pays more than that. No, actually, they don't, Joe. Babysitters don't pay more than that. Um, and neither did any of your LLCs. And I love when you talk about taxes. I understand the people that voted for you are too stupid to know what you did when you had your phony book sales. How you diverted $13 million of phony profit because the DNC bought that and other enemies of this country foreign and domestic bought your book nobody really read it don't worry nobody really knows exactly what was in it because neither do you you didn't write it anyway but in your one time in your miserable life when you made money outside of selling political power you diverted the taxes and never paid it the good news is there isn't a democrat that's smart enough to know that and we want to impose a third this one i love they want to impose a 30 percent National sales tax on everything from food, clothing, school supplies, housing, cars, a whole deal, 30%. And all of the people that vote for you, they don't buy any of that. They don't pay for it with their own money, that's for sure. They're completely subsidized. So it'll never work. Because what the real skinny is, this people that actually make money and work and buy things, it gets smaller and smaller every day. 
your dementia-ridden asses in office. It's true. And in the meantime, that's all you could get on the news. However, my lovely producer was able to find a mashup. This is from today of a variety of cringy, nonsensical, dementia-ridden things this imbecile said. No president added more to the debt in four years than my president. And they've been telling me since I got elected they're going to be in a recession. Every time we've gone, we've gotten better. Where in the hell is it written that says America can't lead the world of manufacturing again? Where is that written? I don't know where it's written. And it's not going to be on my watch. Talk about being deprived of your pride. Oh, I love this. Look at your child. Your child. Look at your child. Stop sniffing the children, freak. Like an old man returning soup at a deli. This is what we really have here. And in the meantime, the real chaos that's going on, not just economically, but in our society, as his nymphomaniac vice president travels back home to California, maybe to have lunch with Willie Brown, although I'm sure there's not ordering food involved. However, she's going to take advantage of a tragedy of some moron, some simpleton, some Chinaman who shot up other Chinese people and nobody knows why and nobody can figure it out because he is an unstable rat moron. So his actions will be used against all of the law-abiding people. And no one is going to talk about the real problem in California. Sandia Pedro, a massive manhunt continues tonight for those responsible for massacring six family members. Tulare County Sheriff's officials say they're looking for at least two suspects, possibly three, who carried out these cartel-style executions. What we have since learned through forensics, that it was clear that the shooters stood over the top of the 16-year-old mother and fired rounds into her head. The Tulare County Sheriff says shooters stood over a young mother as she clutched her 10-month-old baby boy and pumped bullets into both their heads. We be- this isn't Guadalajara or Mexico City or some other third-world hellhole without sewage or toilet paper. This is California, once the greatest state in the country. And all it took was some Democrat politicians to destroy it and turn it into Guadalajara. Believe that the 16-year-old teenage mother and her small infant actually was fleeing and running from the scene. They were trying to escape the Monday morning massacre at their Goshen home near Fresno. Four more family members were found gunned down inside the house, including a 72-year-old grandmother who had been sleeping in her bed. These people. They killed babies and old ladies, just like Guadalajara, just like Sinaloa, just like the new generation cartel. You know why? Because they're all here. Well, I can tell you that we do have cartels here in the Central Valley. Uh, we do have cartel in Tulare County. Uh, I am the vice president of the, of the California State Sheriff's Association. I meet with the sheriffs uh, on a regular basis. I can tell you cartels are here. Uh, they are here for multiple reasons. Uh, selling drugs is lucrative. There's a lot of money to be made, um, and it focuses on the money. The other is, is that we have a very unsecure border right now. Um, there's a lot of uh, back and forth when it comes to the car. Hey, in the meantime, when she has her clothes on, who's the border czar squirrel? Oh, yes. Willie Brown's lap dance girl. She's in California. she going to talk to the sheriff? I don't think so. She's going to uh, capitalize on a Chinese man killed other Chinese people from a president who's bribed from China, Communist Party, as they work tirelessly not to just steal our money, but to take away our unalienable rights. Something tells me I smell it all the way back to Beijing. 
cartels and free movement up and down the state and across the border. Um, we have intelligence on cartels as well as um, gangs and drug trafficking organizations and, and the like. Most of those crisscross each other many times. Um, but be very clear, I'm not identifying or pointing a finger at any one cartel. I'm not. Because he doesn't want to get his kids kidnapped and chopped up and slaughtered because that's what the cartels do to the authorities. That's what they do to anybody who doesn't cooperate with their terror because they're terrorists and they get no attention as the border czar, Vice President DuJour, has her clothes on and is going to try to take away your guns, not the cartels. Right, Tramp? The Mexican cartels have literally taken over small towns that had, you know, last of the baby boomers living in them vietnam veteran era families and here they are and the cartels are saying hey putting up pictures we know this is your kid we know this is your house and you're gonna just turn the other way and let us do what we do or people are gonna get hurt or else does nbc news have this on no 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 they have a insane looking freak chinaman Probably a longtime communist, probably voted for a Democrat. They have him on because his actions are supposed to affect my Second Amendment, my unalienable rights. Right? You fascist mafia. Not on my watch. And look at Joe. I said it as a man, not some dementia ridden old hack with a diaper on. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, the answer. AM560, the answer. Ba 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 just weeks before the Justice Department opened its antitrust lawsuit against Google. Now, this is after. He got hit in the top of that noggin with a stinky hammer. Yet still, from his hospital bed, he was able to smell not just the hammer that stinks to high heaven, but that Google may have some problems coming from the government. Where do you stand on this idea of banning stock trades for members of Congress and their spouses? Yeah, I mean, and this is a long, you know, long time kind of uh, pattern of the Pelosi's of trading these stocks uh, right before bad news comes to these companies. After a break-in by somebody who was in the house who had no clothes on and yet two hammers that stunk to high heaven. And their stock price is affected. I think that members of Congress, certainly uh, if they have access to insider information, should not trade stocks. And, and since these keep happening, these types of trades keep happening, I think they should not be allowed to uh, do these type of favorable trades uh, you and, think you so? Know, maybe hey, there's a good idea, genius. In the meantime, has Congress addressed this or anybody talk about the economy? Because the Dow is up, oil's up, everything is up. The GDP isn't really up, but it was lied about. And something tells me some of these congressmen are all making money on stock. Even Swalwell, who apparently has gone long on the pens. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans... He's on the Foreign Committee. I think he, let's check with him. Check his shorts. Richard, Southside. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, Richard. Hey, hey, all right, all right. Hey, listen, last night I think I was listening to Tucker or something, and, and he went to commercial, so I, I flipped on the channel there to MSNBC or whatnot. There was a congresswoman from California speaking, which whatever host at the time, 
calling it that there's an uptick in Asian violence for the dance hall shooting. It was an Asian that shot him, John. I know. So, so how did And so how was the other time? one. The other shooting. More yes, Asians yes. shot by another Asian. And you want to tell me yep. there isn't something going on with that New Year's celebration or some signal for to the Manchurian candidates placed here in this country by the Chinese Communist Party in Beijing? Their yep, their yep, operation Operation uh, uh, Destroy America is right on track, and they have their key components, not just the White House, but they got them all over the country. That's what I think. And until I'm proven wrong, we're going to go with that because no excuse by anybody is going to take away my unalienable rights. But then again, I can say that. I live in Florida, not Illinois anymore, where you have to be terrified of your own government. Thank you, Richard. Stay safe. Thanks, Serpentine on your way to your car. Serpentine. Southside, that's terrible. In the meantime, why isn't anyone talking about the cartels that are destroying the quality of life in what used to be wonderful counties and sections of California? Nobody? And all we're hearing about is the Chinese dance parlors? I got an expert on that. I know very well I could call somebody on a Chinese dance parlor. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, listen. They they're not the only ones they're making money on. These politicians making all this money on these uh, on these drugs and everything. We talk about the drugs that are tainted with fentanyl. What about these drugs that are jamming in the people's arms and little babies that's full of all this crap? And now you got this guy that's basically uh, from Pfizer admitting to owning the uh, the regulatory commission, admitting to taking to having a cash cow here, making tons of money. Here's the here's the bottom line: that hold harmless protection that they have. That ought to be rescinded immediately and send these people the uh, subpoenas and everything like that and start locking these peckers up. I like it. I like it a lot. And, you know, it's funny, uh, uh, Craig, I don't know if you saw, there's outrage by um, Democrats and Republicans who are now realizing what happened when they forced other people to take the vaccine. And you know what their gripe is? They're mad that the rest of the country didn't put up a better argument. Guys like me didn't put up a better argument. They're mad at the non-vaxxers who weren't convincing enough in their arguments as they now have to worry if they're going to be walking around like Dr. Awardi in Chicago. Thank you very much. That's something to worry about. You don't want that Bell's palsy squirrel. No, and it's not good for anybody. In the meantime, I wonder exactly when this trade was perpetrated by Paul Pelosi. Was he in intensive care? Is he still healing up from the stinky hammer attack? Or is it a day or two after? Limited to a, a, a shallower investment pool of, you know, of funds and uh, ETFs and that type of thing so that they can't uh, try to time the market. So I'd just like to go back to the documents story, if I may. Uh, the yeah. stonewalling has been going on for some time. And the longer the stonewalling goes on, the more there is a suspicion that it's, there's a cover-up going on. Uh, and the uh, cover-up is... Camp they won't pass you, Stuart Varney. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, it's just preposterous. It truly is. You said the president would have his physical finished by the end of this month. Is that still on track? That's still on track. When we have a, a date to, to share, we certainly will. One other quick one. The uh, House Oversight Committee is looking into Hunter Biden's art sales or the sales of his own art. Uh, is, is the White House concerned about that? Does it have any response to it? I will refer you to uh, Hunter Biden's representatives on this. Got in right behind. Yeah. Uh, Squirrel, what's one of the main ways the Chinese Communist Party and abroad bribe each other? Did you know, Squirrel? Jewelry and art. Did you know that? Anybody believe a crack smoking freak, short in the pants Irishman? Is an artist? I don't think so. But what we do know is his daddy in the Depends with the dementia stare is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party. 
and oligarchs of the former Soviet Union. And we'll discuss the pretend tanks going to Ukraine instead of the money that's really going there after Nikki Whaley. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So I have a, a very good friend of mine from the old neighborhood who grew up like I grew up when everybody thought that they were a JFK Democrat and he still pretends his family is full of Democrats when they're not. If you like the old Democrats, well, congratulations, you're, you're a Republican today. What the Democrats are, are a Fourth Reich, are a mafia. And the ones who don't know that, quite frankly, are morons. And what's happening to our country during this time of the Biden usurpation of the most powerful office is these bureaucracies are being infiltrated to the massive, massive amounts and some of the most important positions, not just the the IRS, which is always full of fascist lowlifes that know they have to steal the property of the earners, but bureaucracies and judges. One of our own senators, who are not ours because we don't have any senators that are of any caliber, but I believe Louisiana is where Kennedy's from, right, honey bunny? And uh, I get a kick out of this son of a gun. I love him. He's questioning a judge. This is a Democrat judge who's been on the bench for 12 years. This isn't some moron he grabbed off of a campus who thinks that uh, fascism is cool and socialism works. This is a sitting judge. Judge on the far end. Uh, tell, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. Now, obviously, if you're not a judge, Article 5 is the two-thirds. It's what Convention of the States is based on, among other things. But it's the primary reason that, and, and, and articulation of why the federal government can be circumvented when it becomes corrupted or infiltrated by communists, as it is today. But she's a judge. This isn't just a normal person. She, this isn't like a Jay Leno asking morons on the street. You're supposed to know this as a judge. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about Article 2? Neither is Article 2. I have said for a long time. Democrats, 90% of them, 90, cannot pass an 8th grade constitution test, which when I was a kid, you had to pass to go to high school. 90% could not pass the test. Now, this next one is what's most important, in particular for a judge, because what it refers to is the fact that there are statutes involved, that judges are not rogue, and it isn't if they get up, it isn't about who they sleep with or what clothes they wear, it's about law. And this explains why we are in the position we're in. Okay. Wow. Do you know what purposivism is? Um, in my 12 years as an assistant attorney general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. Well, purposivism is that judges are limited to statutes, precedents. 12 years this imbecile sat on the bench and ruled over men and women of this country and doesn't know that there are limitations 
that there is history. She doesn't know it. So what the hell has she been doing? Voting Democrat. It's like Cook County's everywhere. You're going to be faced with it as a, if you're confirmed. I can assure you of that. No, she won't be faced with it, Kennedy. I love the fact that you uh, try to bring reason to the nonsensical. But if you're not paying attention, this is a rogue judiciary. This is a corrupt mafia. This isn't a government that is restrained on any level. None. Which is why they're fighting vehemently hard to continue to bankrupt, to continue to pay off their paymasters. And obligations, not to American principles, but to the enemies of Americanism, both foreign and domestic. And I don't just mean something as trivial as Joe Biden continually talking about economies from labor extortion mafia union halls, but from the way in which we are imploding from within. And if that's not bad enough, our schemes of how the economy will look in the future are based on what exactly? What exactly is everything based on? I couldn't help but notice every time Davos ends, the Democrats have a new talking point, constantly new talking points. It's always the end of the world and Seattle and Gats on goal. And in the meantime, they are right on cue. Have you heard? The world's about to end. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. Throughout history, people predicted the end of humanity. This month, 60 Minutes was on the case. You seem to be saying that humanity is not sustainable. No, humanity is not sustainable. Bizarrely, they featured this man, who has always predicted doom. We are very close to a famine disaster in the United States. Why would they treat him like an expert? Paul Ehrlich may have lived long enough to see some of his dire prophecies come true. But his dire prophecies, again and again turn out to be wrong. In the next 15 years, the end will come. And by the end, I mean an utter breakdown of the capacity of the planet. You know when that was, Squirrel? 1970. For humanity. His bestseller, which sold an amazing 3 million copies, said nothing can prevent a substantial increase in the world death rate. That was comically wrong. Today, there are 4 billion more people. The death rate... See, but they sell fear. And what they understand is the cult of safety will strip away the rights of all men. In the name of their own cowardice, which is what a Democrat is, a coward. They share the philosophy of all tyrants and all cowards. But what I like is they're either in on it or they're too stupid to see where the scams are. But I see where they are. Looking elsewhere in the markets today, major short seller Hindenburg Research putting out a market moving call on Adani Group. It's the family owned businesses of Asian billionaire Gautam Adani. Here with more is Yahoo Finance's Alexandra Semenova. And this really goes straight to the heart of the empire of one of the richest people in the world. And it's having an effect across his different companies. Yeah, absolutely, Julie. We're seeing some big moves this morning after Hindenburg Research, which is an activist short selling firm, made a big call yesterday uh, publishing a report saying that Adani Group, an Indian conglomerate that runs a portfolio... Now, do you know why that's big, Adani Group? Because they are the ones that will reap billions of American dollars in the green eco-Nazi energy boondoggle of fraud. And their company is a Ponzi scheme. Like everything else that comes out of Davos, that comes out of governments, it's corrupt and it's fraudulent, just like the GDP numbers were today. Energy and logistics companies uh, is committing what it called the largest con in corporate history. As we know, uh, it, it also revealed a short position in the company. As we know, short selling. It's like FTX. That was last night. This was just a few days ago at the World Economic Forum, headed by the son of a Nazi who still talks like a Nazi, who is still 
paying allegiance to a Reich, only this time it's the Fourth Reich. Chairman of the Adani Group, Gautam Adani, was among the global business leaders uh, at attendance at the World Economic Forum in Davos, uh, and he took to social media to pen down his thoughts on Davos 2023 in a blog post uh, highlighted that the new geopolitical situations have greatly altered the vision that many had at uh, Davos 2019. And the new scenario presents India with unique opportunities with the decoupling of uh, trading giants, uh, U.S. and China, presenting India a chance to become powerful force in the global supply chain. Everything he's on, from solar panels to green energy, he's at the forefront of it. It's all a lie. It's all a scam, and it doesn't exist because it delivers value. It exists because it's full of corruption, and these self-described elitists are all in on this fracking scam. Is an investment strategy that bets that a stock price will decline. It's essentially a bet on the downfall of a company. Uh, Hindenburg accused Adani Group and its billionaire founder and chairman of a brazen stock manipulation and accounting fraud scheme uh, run over decades, uh, partly through the use of shell companies. It also said that Adani Group has been investigated for misusing taxpayer funds, for corruption, for money laundering. Uh, and then separately, Hindenburg also flagged some financial concerns with the company. Saying you know that what I love about this story? When the forensic audit is done, who wants to bet the politicians they gave money to? Anybody? Something tells me they're all short in the trousers. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist. Pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. So Shift is running for senator. Who's seat? Feinstein? She's still alive with the speed racer hair though? She doesn't know it. I'm surprised she's not a presidential nominee with the Democrats in their histrionics. Cream puff Jim. Hey, Sean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Did I catch you? Are you drinking, are you drinking a vanilla shake or one of those shamrocks? Use a shamrock shake? A couple of months early. But I was just thinking, my mind drifted back to Greylord. And I was visiting a guy, I was visiting a guy in the Metropolitan. And they had a couple Irish judges up there who were in their 60s, you know. These guys really look bad. I mean, they're mopping their brow. And the other one, and the other one, the other one I wanted to say was. Uh, I love that. How many of yeah, them? Were what was it like? 18, 16? Uh, it, 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 it was a lot. It was, in fact, I knew a couple of them. One guy from Oak Park, I knew it was a great guy. But yeah. anyway, uh, the other one was the Harry Allman case. Yeah. Yeah, the Harry, the Harry Allman case, where that's the only defendant in the history of the United States that the double jeopardy didn't uh, hold up for because he paid yeah. the judge 10, 10 grand. He, he beat the murder rap, but. If his name was Hank Shamrock, Shamrock you think he would have been tried twice? <laughs> I don't I think so. That. Hank Shamrock would have walked, but Harry Alleman well, figured out. Course. Yeah, of Hank course. Shamrock would have walked. You know that. <laughs> well, God love him. All right, all right. Well, take all care. Right, all right, take it. A <laughs> uh, little Chicago inside baseball, but some of you know what we're talking about. And that's all that matters. Matt Gray's like, hey Sean, how are you? Good. How are you? First, uh, well, first of all, you owe me a keyboard because I had a full gulp of beer when you talked about. 
Paul Pelosi's dirty hammers. Oh, hammers. those things are stinking. Yet, come on, man. Still you you got to stop doing that. He to can me. still pull off option trades from IC with a massive headache well, and an ascot on. No correlation. But here's the deal. Hammers. Go ahead. I say I've got I've got three points for you, really quick. First of all, I say there's a moratorium on talking about Paul Pelosi unless you're going to break the news to us that he's going to start giving stock advice over the internet because we could all use that. No, are you kidding me? He's the greatest. Let's gift. be honest. He, he's the greatest he gift to the manhole in California that's ever been given. Oh Go yeah. Ahead. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number two, talking about the GDP. I mean, you're the you're the only person that I know who has been saying it like it is today, which is that that's absolute rubbish. But here's <laughs> here's the here's the thing that that just might bite Mr. Biden in his backside. Tomorrow, PCE comes out, and that includes energy costs and food costs. And and I just got my my gas bill today. Now, mind you, I'm in the north suburbs, but my gas bill is normally about a buck sixty per month. And as of the bill that I just got is three hundred thirty five dollars. But Matt, so the people if, that vote for this idiot, they will blame the Democrats who have. I mean, they will blame the Republicans who haven't passed one thing and can't. They just got sworn in. And do you want to know something? They'll be able to sell that. These scoundrel, corrupt whores calling themselves Democrats have been doing that for years because with the people who vote for these Democrats, they're either in on the scam or they're just morons who need welfare. So they need this class, which is why they could always say tax the rich. They don't know that you're just taxing working people because the vast majority well, no, they do know. don't work. They know. Because they're, they know because they're, their, whole, their entire goal has always been to create a proletariat that's larger than 50%, because once we're all on welfare, it's over. But hey, my, my last point is, is you, were, you, you played some uh, global warming stuff in, in the, the, the Indian company that's about to get got. Um, did, did you see the news today that it's the coldest winter in recorded history in Afghanistan and other places in the Middle yeah. East? And that's people right. are the dropping Taliban like flies from freezing to today? Yeah, they got all our yeah. equipment to burn. Oh, well, they won't for long because now Putin is supposedly buying all of our gear that we left behind in Afghanistan to oh, turn around just... and use it on, on our guys. There's the circle. That actually made my whole day. I absolutely We're so dead. It. Yeah. <laughs> We're Somehow so this dead, will be John. Trump's fault. Did you see, uh, uh, <laughs> Elena, what's, what's Mitch McConnell's wife, the one who likes a strong jawline and thinks orgasm is a planet next to Pluto? Uh, 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 she, yeah. she, Elena Chow. She is blaming, Chow, Chow, she's yeah. calling out Donald Trump and his racist remarks as he attacked her father for being the Chinese communist corrupter that he is. And for in the being meantime, a communist, yeah, I don't, that last I checked, Chow. being a communist isn't a, isn't a, a uh, Why doesn't she go by Elena Chow, uh, what's the itchy Mitch's name, McConnell, why doesn't she go by Elena well, Chow McConnell, and she could be one of those very can't. rare, do they have kids, do they have the hybrid kids who are, Chinese and God, Irish? I hope not. Man, oh man, they're I never going to store in a, store in a porno movie. Can you imagine those poor kids? Oh, their wives are the ones walking around looking like they want to run into a pillar. Thank you for the call. God I appreciate it, man. Sorry, that's man. A, that's a rough one for the sack. Chinese and Irish. Woo! 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Aside from the predictions from the eco-Nazis being wrong for 70 years, 70 years of wrong, aside from that, what we saw with the World Economic Forum, what we have seen over the last few years, is more evidence that we're not based in objective fact anymore. It doesn't matter if they're wrong. The corruption is what matters. Not only that, the acceptance of serfs. This is serfdom. When self-described elitists are making policies, not because they were elected to do so, but because they have the money, power, and control of policy makers to do so. And not only that, everything they predicted is wrong. Every solution they have is a failure. All of it, ironically, based in oil. And I've never believed that CO2 is a pollutant. I remember photosynthesis, though, in like third grade. My next guest, however, is classified. I mean, he has the credentials to discuss this. He is a geologist, the executive director of CO2 Coalition in Arlington, Virginia. He's also the best-selling author of, an, of Inconvenient Facts, the science that El Gore doesn't want you to know. And he watched, I'm sure, with horror and disgust, as we all did, when it comes to the World Economic Forum headed up by the son of a Nazi named Klaus Schwab, who was cast from, I think, Mel Brooks, but I can't get confirmation on that. Gregory Wrightstone, how are you? Hey, D.D. Look, John Kerry uh, and Al Gore went on unhinged rants. They're almost a gift that gives on, keeps on giving, aren't they? They're it's, just, they're just it, so crazy. I think they're hurting their own cause. It's just so nuts. It looked I mean, like any an outtake. rational person. Huh? Ah. It looked like, didn't it? It looked like an outtake. It looked like an outtake from some movie that was a takeoff on Doctor Strangelove. I can't believe what we're living through. Yeah, and and but you know what John Kerry got at the end of his his rant, he did say one thing that was actually correct. He said, "Well, most people believe that we're just uh, crazy, unhinged. Uh, I'm trying to. I, I don't have it Elitists. in front of me. Elitist, Elit- no, just there were uh, that are a tree hugging liberal mm-hmm. nuts. And so he was right. And at the end of his talk, you know, we can both we can all agree on that. I think. And then." And Al Gore, with his rant, he talked about oceans that are boiling, and how we're, we're the atmosphere is becoming our uh, the sewer uh, dump of all of our toxic yeah. pollutants. Well, just anybody listening to this should just Google two words: EPA and pollution. And what you'll find is a chart that goes back to 1980 showing the six main pollutants in our atmosphere. And you'll find that each one of those have significantly declined, particularly over the last, the, 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 from 1980 through 2000 and 2010, significant declines. And it's pretty much flattened out, but they continue to decline. Our air and water are cleaner today than they have been probably since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. We should celebrate that. And yes. instead, they're, they're, they're promoting lies uh, of just the opposite. Uh, we're, we're doing a really good job, and the problem we have with this is the EPA overregulation. We're, we've got these some of these pollutants, they've, they've changed from parts per million 
to parts per billion because we've gotten so clean and it's so expensive to get those last few parts per million out of the atmosphere. And we're not going to be able to do it, but they want to spend what might be as much as a trillion dollars trying to do that and destroy the economy in the process. But when you listen to them, it's obvious to me that they've identified the problem and the problem is us. The problem is humanity. And it's this is more of a control mechanism to not just deindustrialize America or, or deindustrialize the world, but to literally bring us back to where only the government has a functioning life of quality as they flew into this green energy soiree with, with over a thousand private jets as they advocate and promote World War Three. With no mention of the climate of what's going on right now between former Soviet Union states of Russia and Ukraine, I, I it, the whole thing is 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 so obviously surreal. How are they getting away with that, and the fact that they have been a hundred percent wrong for the last seventy years? Well, it's pretty easy to, to. I can tell you, it's very easy. They control they control the media. They control the the dominant uh, output of what what people hear. Uh, people like me and our fellow experts at the CO2 Coalition, we're, we've more than 100 of the top experts and scientists uh, in the world. And they, they agree with me that modest warming and increasing CO2 is leading to improvements and, and, yes. and benefits of the ecosystems and to humanity. The human condition is improving because of modest warming and more CO2. We should celebrate that. And it's yes. completely opposite of what they're trying to tell us. And if we look, let's just look at one fact. It's not a fact. A claim that Al Gore made of a billion climate refugees, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, I looked at my book, Inconvenient Facts. I, I looked at in 2005, the United Nations claimed that there would be 20 million climate refugees by 2010. And they listed the top at-risk islands, the Maldives, the Seychelles, and what, what. And I went back in my book, and I looked at the census data, and from 2005 to 2010, the island's population increased significantly. People were flocking to these island paradises. They weren't fleeing from them. And that these are the, these are the islands that are supposedly are going to generate this billion climate refugee. And then it, also, if you look at it, I'm a geologist, so I look at things in the long-term perspective. 20,000 years ago, the Maldives, the U.N. listed as the most at-risk island nation because it's only 15 feet maximum above sea level. And people say, oh, that's dangerous. You know, uh, all these sea levels are going to put them underwater. 20,000 years ago, what were they? Barely above sea level. In that time, sea level has risen. Are you sitting down, I hope? 400 feet, 400 feet of sea level rise over the last 20,000 years. And here we are with the same island chain slightly above sea level. And it's because of a geologic process known as accretion. These islands grow as sea level rises. And what they're saying is, well, okay, you've had 400 feet of sea level rise, but that next eight inches, and that's what we're expecting by 2100, the next eight inches of sea level rise is going to put them underwater. No, it's not. No, it's not. History, science, the facts and the data tell us that, that that's just not going to happen. 
Who who was the author of Population? It's Paul Ehrlich, right? Is Paul Ehrlich. Paul Ehrlich. Right. This this he this actually holds a record guy. for the most. He holds a record for most uh, uh, predictions that have gone awry. It, it's ridiculous. It's preposterous. Yet he was on sixty minutes Sunday. Yes, I think it was Sunday. It was either this Sunday or last. And this this is just something that it infuriates me. And the reason that it infuriates is me is because we have allowed politicians and corrupt judges to take carbon dioxide and make it a pollutant when it is the fundamental building block of photosynthesis. And as they cut it down and use it as a control mechanism, my opinion as a layman is they're doing far more harm than good. And then we could go on how to all their answers are are byproducts of oil later on and how stupid all of it is and how it doesn't work. But the reality is they are creating and changing the trajectory of Earth and not in a good way from just what I can see. Right. And we're we're doing something. We're trying to go around this this stifling of science. We're I, we've got an education initiative that we're going to be launching in early March. And I, I hope to be back on with you Absolutely. to roll this out at that time. Uh, we, we, what we've done uh, right now we have right now it's just a YouTube channel. It's called CO2 Learning Center. YouTube CO2 Learning Center. Fascinating videos is for children, and heads are exploding when they see this because we're they're going after the children. But no, it's science. It's science without the alarmism, and we're, we're teaching about photosynthesis. Uh, the, the gas is in the air. We have books that we've created that are comic books done manga style, and we have. The big thing we have, we have uh, uh, lesson plans that have been created for each one of these to go for for teachers, educators, and homeschoolers. These lesson plans created by Dr. Sharon Camp, Ph.D. in chemistry. She taught and wrote AP uh, science. She's she's a a world class expert. And and we've got we've developed these materials. We're going to roll them out, and we want to empower the homeschoolers that are listening now. We want to empower educators and any brave people in the public school system that want to actually get the facts out there. But, Gregory Wrightstone, what you have to contend with is that now in the year 2023, censorship is more prominent in this country than it's ever been, and it's more like Germany 1933. And what you have to worry about is that YouTube deplatforms you. So is there a backup? Or you have Rumble? Do you have yep. your own website you're building out? Because this is something that I, I have to admit as as much as I predicted the fascism that we are now living through, I am shocked at the acceptance of it, even as you have Americans uh, really now from the ramifications of allowing information to be censored. I, I think that yep. is a legitimate well, concern. We've been, yep, and we've experienced it. I've, I've experienced it personally. I was uh, banned from permanently from LinkedIn, uh, and which should be just completely. And I, I was posting. Uh, LinkedIn articles of science of, of actually what's happening over the years. And they kept taking it. They started taking everything I posted down, calling it false and misleading. And my very last post on LinkedIn, I said, I think I'm about to be banned and deplatformed on LinkedIn. They took that down, called it false and misleading, and then banned and deplatformed me. You can't make this stuff up. No, it was, no. And it, and they, they took down uh, the CO2 Coalition LinkedIn page, our publicist page, a uh, number of our members' page, posting the same information. LinkedIn's bad, 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 bad. And our publicist had both MailChimp and Constant Contact. Uh, 
banned him. They, they, they canceled him. MailChimp took, canceled his account and then held all of his information for a month. It's the, these people, There's uh, we're looking into doing so. Yes, for YouTube, we expect to be deplatformed, yeah. but that's the most popular. We'll reach more people. We, we post everything on Rumble and YouTube. Good. Uh, Good. But YouTube is the, you know, we we made the decision we want to promote the YouTube because we can reach more people that way. The, these are the cohorts of corruption that also turn information into a bad thing, and they they do not they cannot afford for their serfs to have the information. And one of the things that I find most shocking is how cobalt and lithium is really harvested. The damage it does to Mother Earth, to quote their words, and the rest of it, and it seems to be fine as long as it's in third world hellholes which really are the ones that, that, that produce refugees. It isn't climate. It's governments of fascism and corruption and dictatorships in Africa, in the Middle East. And this seems to be thriving as you watch the Chinese Communist Party by the mineral rights to Afghanistan, which is now run by the Taliban. Uh, can we expect maybe some of this information to have an impact on American policy, in your opinion? I, I think it is. We're, we're talking about blood cobalt right now, yes. blood cobalt. Instead of blood diamonds, it's it's these. They're using these twelve and ten year old boys in, in Congo uh, to to harvest the cobalt, and and it's it's and they're using slave labor, the Uyghurs in China, to create the uh, solar panels. This is it, it's horrible, and I got to tell you, I if I had a if I had a farm or a home, I don't I wouldn't want a rare earth mine opened up next to me. It's not. it's an open pit process. It can't be made environmentally friendly. Uh, but what we do have is a great solution: is natural gas fired uh, electricity generation by uh, American natural gas reserves. Wouldn't that be and wonderful? Yet the Democrats that. are working to take away natural gas stoves. Um, in in Wisconsin, we have families that are suing, and they're being settled with with windmills that have created massive damage to their livestock and their quality of life as they omit that sound that drives people crazy. Yet in, in sewer states like the one I'm from in Illinois, they're expanding these programs. And in the meantime, these monster windmills that cost between 3 and $4 million and don't produce a penny throughout their life expectancy, they're all primarily made of fiberglass and oil. Um, do you think maybe through knowledge and obvious undeniable fact that uh, these these answers are all created with oil, the enemy of the eco-Nazi. D- do you think it's starting to catch wind? Because I'm starting to see a little murmur oh, among Californians that say, hey, this stuff not only doesn't it work, but isn't it all oil? Oh, not only that, but it, I mean, think about the, the U.S. Uh, Fish and Wildlife Service has a take limit for bald eagles. Did you know that? 15000 a year is what, if you apply, if you've got a, a wind turbine and a, a project there, they give you a, a take limit for how many bald eagles you're allowed to kill every year. How it's many unbelievable. Eagles? It's 15, unbelievable. Fifteen thousand bald eagles. Fifteen thousand bald eagles. That's. It's people don't know this, and and they're allowed to do it. There was one company last year that was fined. Uh, it was like three point one million dollars because they didn't fill out the right paperwork. They killed like one hundred eighty five bald eagles that year, and if they had filled out the right paperwork. It would have been fine to kill the 185 bald eagles, but they didn't fill it out. And the reason they didn't fill it out, because it would have taken longer to get the, the permits that they needed. And in order to qualify for the subsidies and, and, the, and the benefits, 
they had to get it done. So they just they they and the three point one million they were fine. Uh, was overwhelmed by the amount of money that they made in subsidies and, and everything else. That's what I it's, You know, Gregory, I ran out of time with you, but that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I am so excited that this Adani failure green energy fraud company and the ESGs and a Davos speaker is, is exposed yesterday for the fraud that it is, but I ran out of time. Gregory Wrightstone, where can the people go to keep up with you? I know it's CO2 Coalition. Give them the actual site. CO2Coalition.org. And I want to tell you, we are winning. I love it. I love it. I knew I would. I'm just lucky I still have some hair left to celebrate. In the meantime, thank you for all you do. You've been putting up the fight for a long time. Gregory Wrightstone, thank you for coming on. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. As I was talking to Gregory, I was thinking about an article that I came across today. I was lucky enough to find sound on it. I will go to the lines. Fred, you will be first. You know I have a soft spot for ball-peen hammers, but that'll be after some depressing information about your American government not surveilling enemies abroad, but surveilling Americans here that are not buying the fascism that's coming out of this gangster hellhole government. Now back to its very beginning, DARPA has been at the forefront of support, advocacy, and leadership in artificial intelligence. J.C.R. Licklider, the first director of IPTO in 63, set the foundation with a decade of work in AI. DARPA funded some very early work in machine learning back with Project Mac. The shaky robot was the first system to combine... DARPA is using artificial intelligence to surveil social media. And they are not only censoring Americans, but believe me, with this kind of power, they're intimidating and extorting Americans. Welcome to the Fourth Reich. Fred in Orland Park. Well, Sean, is it true that they found documents for Hunter and Joe and Paul Pelosi's underwear drawer with peach pink underwear and the hammer i don't know but i do know that if you're in san francisco a ball peen hammer has two balls thank you very much fred we will find out more about the pink underwear something tells me that's nancy's drawer rich and niles uh yeah the reason i'm calling up is i hear these uh, things about they're able to steal your home by forging your signature on a quick cane deed and having it notarized and sent to the cook county it is, and it is I, something I, to be a problem. Is it is? Are you are you have a life lock or another title lock company? You have something like that? I don't have anything. I was looking at life lock, and I was thinking about doing that. And uh, I do mean. have a. You have kids, Rich. You do, right? Yeah. You put a revocable trust together. Transfer your property into the trust. Contact the okay. lawyer, or title company. And uh, that will help prevent anything. It's a shame because these scoundrel bastards who you can guarantee are Democrats down to their core, they uh, they take advantage of people who have worked their entire life to pay off real estate. Yeah, it's not just Cook County and the judges that like to steal the property when people lose it from the taxes they can't pay. So, yeah, Rich, you have to be active, brother. You have to do that. Call your lawyer. Do we put it in trust, right? Put it in a revocable trust or a trust or your kids are on it. This way, if, God forbid, anything happens to you, you circumvent the probate court where the crooked government tries to tax and steal your property again. You know what, Rich? Hang on. You got a lawyer? Yes, I do. Okay. Call your lawyer because I got I got a couple good ones. Call Hockberg can help you with that, too. David Hockberg will help oh, you Oh, fine. That. All right? David Hockberg. Okay. Yeah, yes, call. thank you. 
All right, brother. Thank you. You have to help people understand the enemies are like the ones that own Joe Biden. They're foreign and domestic, but they're always Democrats. Greg and Dixon. Hey, Sean, love your show. You're the ones out there that tell the truth. I was just talking about this uh, climate change and CO2 crap. It's like every time you open a can of soda, get tap beer, it's all propelled by uh, CO2. That's what gives you the fizz. If it was such a big deal, wouldn't they be banning the soda? Barack Obama, working with moron Democrat scum judges, managed to make CO2 a pollutant legally, which now is their weapon. But I want you to just, for a minute, think about how beautiful that is. That set the table and the stage for life itself and what you exhale, what you own, everything to be taxed. So what your point is, is why aren't they banning? No, no, no. Banning isn't what make, they make their money on. It's extorting and stealing. So rather than ban Pepsi or Coke, they'll add another tax every time somebody opens something that's carbonated. This is how the mind of a mafia member thinks, which is why you know it's not two Italian guys talking about the spread on Monday Night Football. The mafia is this fracking government, and that's what they are. That's how they think. That's like Even when they try and help you, think about what the Republicans said. What are you talking about, 30% sales tax? Hey, moron. Why, how did you come to that number? Well, they didn't pull it out of their shoe. That's the profit on what they make on our commerce. That's why the revenue to them sets records every month, and it doesn't matter. Whether it's $6 or $6 trillion, they'll spend more because their goal is to bankrupt this nation. It's their excuse to take your fracking life from you. And now they said, you breathing out is the problem. All we got to do now is tax and control you. It's a sick turn of events, and it could have never happened without a corrupt judicial system, like these idiot judges that don't know what the law is. Even welding, you know, the shielding gas is uh, CO2 predominantly, so, you know. From now on, let's reject every premise, because CO2 is not a pollutant. It is not not. an effective greenhouse gas. It's infinitesimal, but what it is is the building block, the key fundamental of photosynthesis. Now, I know from watching the news that they can't say the word ask or the word photosynthesis, but that doesn't mean I have to be as stupid as a Democrat. Thank you very much, Greg and Lorraine. They really are. They really are. We got anything from Kamala Harris, that dimwit tramp? Oh, she didn't talk yet? All right, that's all right. She's going to take on the California shooting problems, but she'll never mention the cartels. Saying that what took place is very much like what we've seen in the past when it comes to an execution by cartel. Execution by cartel. But that doesn't make the news. See, because the cartels, they're not going to have any problems getting the guns. But we can use the Chinese guy killing other Chinese guy for Chinese New Year. We can use that as an excuse against Americans, which makes Joe Biden and his crack-smoking, whore-mongering son smile. In the meantime, I like exposing the scams. I can't help it. What exactly is that uh, company in India? What do they do, Squirrel? It basically has hundreds of operations, some of which dominate an entire industry. But the largest of them lies in the energy and utilities, transport and logistics, and the most exciting one is its data centers. These sectors, according to the company, are its... So they got the data centers where they get everybody's data. Then they got the green energy alternatives. So in other words, every industry they're in... Every single one is because of government fascism, not because of demand. The governments around the world and your money is in this 
scam Ponzi scheme in India. Did you know that? Did you even care? Largest source of revenue. Specifically, however, this is what its business really looks like. It has operations in the most strategic infrastructure developments in India, even in defense and aerospace works, a place you might not expect a mining company to be in. But due to their excellent strategic choices, the company grew from its inception in 1988 as a commodity trading to 1994 when it was first listed in the Bombay Stock Exchange and a year later opened operations in the Mundraport, which in 2007 had also been listed in the Stock Exchange. To many surprises as well, it is How many American hedge funds own this company? How many retirement funds? How many municipal, not that it matters, they get paid no matter what. How much money is at stake here? too much debt uh, that seven of its publicly traded companies uh, were overvalued a dani group of course dismissed all of those allegations uh, calling them baseless calling them a malicious combination of selective misinformation and stale baseless and discredited allegations whether hindenburg research is right or not we're seeing that call wipe out about 12 billion dollars off of adani's market value this morning i know you're not going to hear this on any business news in america but adani corporation when it's exposed for what it is a government payoff shill will take down a tremendous amount of american money as well opened operations in mining industries throughout not only in the country but around the world in places like southeast asia and the pacific and today it has sales of over 15 billion dollars now specifically its largest subsidiaries according to its 2020 report is in infrastructure developments in the renewable energy field adani group is actually the largest solar power developer by capacity well that means the american infrastructure money is going into the Indian Ponzi scheme company that I will bet a dollar to a donut squirrel donates to these red bastard democrats even the ones not in diapers even the farter taxpayer dollars to ask the ukrainians to help them cheat an election there's some co2 let's tax swalwell and all of these democrat farting scoundrels 312-642-5600 marxist socialist and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson show on AM 560 the answer AM 560 the answer All right squirrel I wasn't going to do it Let's get on to this gargoyle looking freak Chuck Schumer low life roach that he is Oh good Schumer I'm going to Well, everyone thought that Leader McCarthy would never go along with the MAGA Republicans as he ran for speaker. And now he is still committed to them still to put this bill before committee. I don't underestimate the power over McCarthy of these extreme MAGA Republicans. We have So this is the this is what they're going to keep saying. Extreme MAGA Republicans. Make America great again. I just say we call it make American free again. You see, because the argument that this gargoyle-looking whore is trying to avoid is the political control of the economy the backdoor nationalization of not just the energy sector but of all sectors you see we are going to have to break the chains of slavery that covid-19 helped put on every single american not just place you under house arrest not just take away your freedom of mobility and your businesses 
but to change the trajectory of this nation where you think this whore, this do-nothing, good-for-nothing lawyer with his glasses low on his nose like he's reading something, this scum. That's not because he's reading something. It's because he's signing checks. It's because his kids work for Silicon Valley oligarchs who are using DARPA to surveil and censor information. It's to promote the fascism that creates the refugees economically that we deal with on a daily basis, not just the cartel members that swarm and invade our nation and make our life a hell. Chuck Schumer, the Democrats, are the problem, not just because they're Democrats, but because they're corrupt corporatist scum, collectivists. And when he says, make America great again, he's trying to attach that to Donald Trump. He doesn't understand. It was first the tagline of Ronald Reagan, who created the yuppie. You ever hear of a Democrat yuppie? Yeah, you ever hear of an of a, of a, a up-and-coming young professional created by Democrats that wasn't selling a scheme like the green energy fraud? That is every one of their policies. So well, we'll see what happens with that. Now, it is interesting, um, that reaction, Alexandra. Hindenburg is not uh, some bucket shop, one person running it. They've made some big calls in the past. Exactly. So investors have good reason to believe that Hindenburg is right here. Uh, this is a highly respected firm whose track record has been correct so far. The firm is fairly young. It was founded in 2017. But even in its short tenure, it's already established its reputation by being correct on its call on Nikola, um, you know, leveling big allegations of fraud with that company and then being right. We saw the SEC use Hindenburg's research on Nikola in its trial. They against also Trevor. called off TX. And the reason that they called it on Adani is because their products are fraudulent, like every answer of the eco-Nazis. But Chuck Schumer, he's going to move forward with the agenda of the Fourth Reich. have to fight this plan now before it gains any more of a head of steam. Too many Republicans support it. You know, this so-called... And not enough Democrats support it. What he's referring to is fair taxation or flat taxation or just some explanation as to why this corrupt oligarch-run mafia constantly goes broke regardless of the revenue it brings in. Chuck Schumer doesn't have the gravitas to understand that or explain it. But what Chuck Schumer is, is a lipstick on a pig salesman of fascism, collectivism, of a mafia-run government, which is what he is, a mafia member. Tax plan, which would devastate working families. Oh, oh, oh. this is Hakeem Jeffries. He's not there because he's smart either. He's there because of his skin pigmentation. So he's going to tell, talk about working families. You mean like the working families that are from the ghettos you represent? And cut taxes... For the wealthiest 1% in America is so... No, we're not going to touch the pension of the government employees. We want to cut taxes for the working man. The real man. Not the political whore. Never worked a day in his life. Somehow as a millionaire. Such as yourself, stupid. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest, I first read 
in the 90s. Way back then, boy, oh boy. You could see his writings. They've been everywhere. He's written 10 books. Some of the greatest titles in books, as far as I'm concerned. Public Policy Hooligan, Tension Deficit Democracy, The Bush Betrayal, Lost Rights, The Destruction of American Liberty. He's been in the Wall Street Journal, USA Today. But my favorite, back when you didn't have to question what a woman was, because we had Playboy. Oh, the good old days. I love Playboy. In the meantime, he's watching this comedy show, and I'm curious to know his thoughts. His name is Jim Bovard. Jim, how are you? Doing fine, Sean. Thanks for having me back on the show. You know, when I watched this meeting at Davos, headed up by the son of a Nazi named Eugen Schwab and his son Klaus, with the accents and whatnot, I'm deciding, is God going to have the sense of humor of Mel Brooks, or is it strictly going to be Don Rickles, who looks like Charlton Heston? What do you think? Well, um, that's a question. I don't know. It's... uh I didn't think of Charlton Heston in that uh, World Economic Forum uh, Klaus guy. I mean, he seems more like a, um, oh, I'm trying so hard to be polite. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. He's the son of a Nazi. But in the meantime, I haven't seen so many gangsters in one place since the Appalachian meeting in the 50s. Why was the FBI there? Um, well, um, the thing I'm curious about is whether the uh, FBI chief Ray took his private jet to uh, Davos, like like so many people uh, who were there to save the Earth. He has to fly private. Change. I saw it on a Senate hearing. He has to fly private. He's one of our gods. But in the meantime, there were 1,054 private jets. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of private jets. I mean, it's, um, it's probably more jets than they have for the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I don't know why Ray was there, but he was put on a pedestal, and um, it's a test of an, an audience of how much BS that they put up with from the platform. And uh, folks did hoot and holler when Christopher Ray said the FBI was good guys. It's like, okay, well, you know, if that's your standard, then um, that's guilt by association. One of the things that I find infuriating is that this country is born of the Enlightenment, which is a direct result of feudalism. Yet we are reverting back to feudalism as we allow these European oligarchs to create, craft, implement our policy here in this country. How in the world are American politicians from Illinois' very own fat slob governor all the way up to bureaucrats like Ray, how are they allowed to go to this fourth reich meeting and come back and implement this fascism on us um that's a rhetorical question right i i I, half you know half-assed it is because the reality is this is what we're living under and these are the policies that these democrats and republicans are implementing on us and it was your book the 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 bush betrayal you're 100 percent right there's a lot of republicans in on this scam too Oh, absolutely. I mean, it would not be so um, uh, powerful if, if it wasn't shared by both parties. Um, it, it's interesting to see how the, how the uh, media covered that World Economic Forum. You had this this panel on in favor of censorship. It was called fighting against uh, disinformation. But there's just it's a um, you know one Pandora's box after another being open of horrible ideas. And this World Economic Forum was one of the um, main sources of horrible ideas for the uh, to deal with the pandemic, with the lockdowns, the vaccine mandates and stuff like that. And these, these World Economic Forum people are still whooping up something called the Great Reset, which is basically means presuming that politicians are benevolent dictators. 
which who we should all bow to. You know, Jim, your gift is that you you write and articulate not just what is in current events, but you're able to do that and attach it to the principles of Americanism. When you see exactly how this is unfolding and exactly who is in the office, the Mencha Face Joe, and his history, his lineage, and you remember the 80s when he was laughed off stage for being more than just a plagiarist, but an idiot. And now we know that he is the plagiarist, the idiot, but he's also an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, as he has been bribed by every beneficiary of these policies that are at the same time hamstringing America. And when you look at this objectively, and you see this in front of you, this is the the story of not just the American collapse, but of the bastardization of, 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 of of our enlightenment, of our principles, and it's what he's been paid to do as every policy makes us weaker and his paymasters stronger who are also our enemies. How can this go on much longer? Um, well, um, I'm, um, I'm hoping that one of the bright sides of the classified, uh, classified document scandal will be that it may pry open, it, it may break the firewall into looking at some of the connection between the Biden family and some of their foreign, uh, you know, donors, um, foreign people that have money on Hunter Biden, on Biden's brother, and uh, indirectly on Biden himself, because there's a huge number of questions there, and these are, these these might be ticking time bombs. I don't know, but uh, it's amazing how the uh, the team Biden and their media allies have managed to uh, brick wall that story from uh, catching fire. Uh, but you know, maybe maybe this will be the spark that gets it going. Is there a scandal anymore that's big enough to change the trajectory of a government think- that has become a weapon of the people? who don't want to work, the lowest form among us. I mean, this is what we're really living through, is the excuses why the producers and the decent people must be the victims of the, of the perpetrators of, of, of government supremacy. Is there a scandal big enough to take this down? Or have we all gotten used to the kind of corruption that is obvious every time he opens his mouth? Well, it's, it's uh, uh, appalling how docile so many people have become. However, I think that, that, uh, that there could be scandals that would finally waken, waken up enough people that force some change. I mean, um, hope lives eternal. Uh, but um, there, there, are, uh, there are a number of uh, tripwires in this classified document scandal that could just um, blow Biden out of the water. Or it's possible that he'll skate. Um, at this point, uh, I'm not betting either way. When I look at what's going on, I'm very opinionated, as you can tell, or I wouldn't have a show. But when I look at what's going on in Ukraine, as week after week, there is another government bureaucrat who seems to be escaping with suitcases full of our money. You look at the history of Ukraine, and then you look at the history of the Soviet Union. Could this not be a planned problem that weakens simultaneously America's military? and its treasure, as Ukraine and Russia have not only been embroiled in this kind of angst for hundreds and hundreds of years, but are really run by open and notorious corrupt oligarchs, and they're all in government, and we're funding them. Yeah, uh, there's. Um, I can see why people would reach um, that conclusion, because um, if you look, it's interesting. I was doing some stories back in 2019 during the first Trump impeachment scandal, 
And I was pointing out that the uh, you know there was you know th- there were people were upset that Trump talked about corruption in Ukraine. The U.S. State Department had been funding programs to curb corruption in Ukraine since the 1990s. They were a complete failure, and you end up just with more and more corruption. And what people don't realize is that this is a country that had massive depopulation even before Russia wrongfully invaded Ukraine. Yeah, they were in like civil 20, war. Well, yeah, and there was like 20 or 25 percent of the population uh, left after the end of the Soviet Union. I mean, folks were jumping out of that country every chance that they could get. And it's uh, puzzling to me that people would set it up as a model democracy that we've got to pay any price to prop up. Because uh, if you look at what the president of Ukraine is doing, he he suppressed the Orthodox Church. He suppressed political opposition. He suppressed free press. And yet um, yet there is this halo called democracy floating over his head that makes it worth any price to defend. And, 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 you know, I just don't see how how America has any interest in an unlimited and endless war in Eastern Europe. I don't think the American people are truly behind this. I think they're privy and they're they're obvious. And I mean, I think that they've just been neutered, that there there is no more of a representative republic as you see this team duopoly control really policies do you think that um as we now know a seal was killed last week we've had captives who are all ex mercenaries but ex soldiers do you think that maybe uh, as the the fact of a not just a proxy war but america fighting world war 3 and even so far as the information of of uh, us blowing up nord stream 2 and the rest of it do you think that maybe there'll be a pushback in that old anti-war movement will come back as you see now it's only represented in the republican party do you think the democrat party still has a faction that is anti-war uh there's certainly a lot of individual democrats who are principled and uh, you know uh, speaking out courageously very few of them are in congress uh but there there are elements out there um and there are some good left-wing media folks on this but it's um, I've part of the trouble is that U.S. government is controlling the information on the uh, Ukraine Russia war. U.S. media, most of it's been like an echo of Biden talking points or what the Pentagon or CIA uh, suggested them uh, to write, and it's. Um, we have very poor information on how this war is going. It, you know, it's a flashback to 1917, just prior to the U.S. intervention in the First World War. Um, something that had happened was that the, the, the British had cut the uh, telegram, telegraph cable to Europe, and so most of the information the U.S. was getting on World War One was coming via the British, and most of it was propaganda. And so at that point, the U.S., um, government greatly underestimated how difficult it would be to intervene in the First World War, how much of a fight it would be. U.S. was eventually in the winning side, but um, the um, horrendous poor information uh, preceded the U.S. intervention in World War One, And I'm wondering if we're seeing a similar thing um, with the Ukraine. You know, George Bush perpetrated a lot of wrongs, a tremendous amount, but he had to at least lie to do it. And he did lie. He lied repeatedly. Uh, he used the, the tragedy of September 11th in so many corrupt ways, but one of them was to implement a destruction of American privacy rights. Barack Obama, one of the first things he did was make it so that the American government could propagandize us and surveil us. 
Do you think that maybe people will be able to look back and see that the foreign policy of this country has done nothing for the world other than murder innocent people and create a money laundering scheme for governments, and that maybe through the vitriolic hatred for George W. Bush, some of it justified, we can look back at policies and wars that not only killed hundreds of thousands of innocent people, but really produced no benefit for America, or will they successfully be propagandized the way Barack Obama envisioned? Um, I'm hoping at, at uh, some point more the truth will be coming out. Uh, as I've written, I've written about the secrecy scandals, U.S. government is uh, classifying trillions of pages per year. And that's part of the reason why we have a little idea of what our foreign policy is in Syria or places like that. And, and um, in, in, in double deuces there in Ukraine. So yeah. um, I, would, I would bet that there are CIA analysts who have sent memos or emails or done white papers that said, look, this is very dangerous. It's imprudent. There's a lot of good reasons not to um, get further involved in this. The same thing happened with Vietnam in the early 1960s. There were some excellent CIA analysts that got buried and ignored. Instead, you had John F. Kennedy and then Johnson, um, you know, um, uh, having this so-called domino theory, which was always BS, but that was how they justified sending half a million troops there, over 50,000 who were killed. Libya is an open-air slave market. Iraq, I remember during the early Bush years, we were supposed to have a commodity exchange there. I was at the time at the Mercantile Exchange. They were talking about uh, uh, buying seats and having an exchange, let alone Starbucks on every corner. Is there any update on how exactly is the quality of life in Baghdad? And has anyone ever seen a Joe Biden home in which his brother received a $1.5 billion contract to build? And are you worried that your research will be deemed classified and you will be in the Huskow once they uh, do that? Uh, those are three separate questions. Um, uh, things are bad in Baghdad, a hell of a lot worse than they were before uh, George W. Bush invaded. Um, didn't know about that billion-dollar house, but as far as my research being classified, what the hell, I'm still here. And more importantly, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm able to talk to you. Jim Bovar, I love having you on. I love your books that you have written. I love what you work on now. Uh, please keep it up, and please make yourself available to me. And uh, when you are in the, when we are in the same state, we are definitely having a cigar. Which one are you smoking tonight? Uh, something cheap. Oh, come on. You come by me. We, we, we smoke good cigars. You only live once, brother. There's a difference between living and surviving. The government's going to take it away anyway. You might as well burn it up. Jim Boulevard, thank you. Hey, thanks so much for your kind words. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Nice full squirrel. I know that doesn't get a lot of fanfare when we connect the dots of the corruption in our foreign policy. But you'll have to forgive me. I'm still awestruck. By Zelensky, who wanted to celebrate the open and notorious corruption and the true reason for our intervention in the former Soviet Union. It is obvious that American business can become the locomotive that will once again push forward global economic growth. Your country prior to this was a hellhole 
embroiled in a civil war. The people who were not in the government, like Chicago, you were wallowing in failure. But if you were in the government, well, you were walking around with your Bono leather jacket on, driving your Porsches like you do now, except you were paying for them. Of course, that corruption has really gone back since the fall of the Iron Curtain. See, I remember all of this. And that's why you either learn from the past failings and corruption that to this day, you're hard-pressed to get any information on Baghdad and Iraq. How did that work out? How did all that work out? We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now watch this drive. Yeah, you might as well hit that ball. You might as well, because the whole damn thing was a scam and a joke. So you could implement more fascism on your own people. Reasoning with physical action. The mother of all demos that included the newly invented mouse, hypertext, word processing, and distributed collaboration. Speech understanding was one of the early AI projects along with vision. Government is surveilling you. Not the $1.5 billion contract given to Joe Biden's impotent brother. Or the ramifications of exactly how many people died. What exactly happened? See, you have a bipartisan fraud. And it's rare that it's exposed for all to see. We have already managed to attract attention and have cooperation with such giants of the international financial and investment world as BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, and Golden Sachs, such American brands. He said Goldman Sachs, not Gold Sachs, right? Because I don't want those gold-told socks. Yeah, those gold-toed socks, they suck. I don't know why they'd be in Ukraine. I don't think they have those sock problems there. But why weren't any of these companies interested in investing in Ukraine prior to the invasion? Because it was a third-world, corrupt, oligarch-run hellhole. You know, the kind where some two-bit vice president who didn't get there the way Kamala did. I think Joe Biden doesn't have calluses on his knees. Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. Man, we bailed them out a thousand times. I wonder how many financial interests trace back to the politicians and their donors. Boy, it must be really good news to see that BlackRock it controls what? Nine trillion American dollars from the Federal Reserve. They're going to put some money here. Huh. I hope they didn't back that Indian company. As Starlink or Westinghouse have already become part of our Ukrainian way. Your brilliant defense systems such as HIMARS or Bradley's are already uniting our history of freedom with your... You don't have a history of freedom, you lying fraud. You have a history of killing your own people. Eight years, thousands upon thousands of Ukrainians killed by their government for practicing religion or reading a language you didn't approve of or pushing back against your fascism. You know what, Zelensky, the more I think about it, why don't you run for mayor of Chicago? I mean, I don't think we have that transformer emblem you have on your shirt, but something tells me you're very familiar with the schemes. Enterprises, we are waiting for patriots. We are looking closely at Abrams. Thousands. You know what? Lori Lightfoot talks like an angry man, too. She's got that voice like this. I think this could be a real winner. 
This is a guy that could change things for Chicago. After all, he's used to stealing abroad. Why not steal here at home? 312-642-5600. Autobots, transform and roll out. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. Oh, good. Oh, man. This is more my area. The Copacabana. Barry Manilow was hot man in the 70s. Did you ever hear his song Mandy, rumored to be about his dog? Probably about his neighbor. And nonetheless, I cried like a baby. Uh, California. I didn't get to this cut, but um, this is kind of important because California is floating the idea that Illinois will soon follow. If you move out, they want to tax you based on your net worth, not how much money you made, not what you sold. They're going to tax you on your net worth. How could that be? I remember when they had a surplus. You remember that, Squirrel? I remember. And California is going from a $100 billion surplus. That was 2022, (laughs) I believe. Now... They're projecting a $22 billion deficit. What happened, Steve? What happened is Democrats. They cannot successfully run anything except an infrastructure cement company that makes curbs and fixes potholes. How you doing? They eat at Tom's Steakhouse. We're in one squat. They can turn a stool into a thimble. Just donate to Democrats. How you doing? Everybody talks like Zelensky over there. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> one quick question I have for you. Is there any upside for Trump going back on uh, Facebook after uh, two years? You know, listen, I, 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 success, you could argue that Twitter is why he was the president and destroyed the hopes and dreams of the inner thigh chafing slob of a human being, Hillary Clinton. So Twitter could arguably be said, you know, to be a main catalyst as to why he was elected. He was able to communicate in a way that a censored propaganda machine called the media couldn't stifle him. So if this helps him get elected again, I think he did some very bad things, but overall a great president for the country. And if he if it helps him, I, why limit yourself? It's not going to hurt him because he's been fr- he's been frozen out of everything. He's under constant attack. So at least if it's a venue to let him communicate with people, then it's not a bad thing. I'm not I, you know, I don't partake in asshat. The show does, but okay. I don't. I don't go on it. I don't have anything to do with it. I don't go on anything. Ironically. I uh, I just started tweeting again, and now I don't even give a rip because I don't I haven't done it for two years. I really don't care. Um, I and right, I'm good. also aware that it's another vehicle of censorship and surveillance. I mean, this is the this is the right. this is you know. So if it helps them get back in, great. But I, you'd have to have faith in the electoral system, of which I don't anymore. I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't think Joe Biden won. Joe Biden didn't win Jack. He successfully stole the office, right? And now here we are. Where this is normal, yep. the World Economic Forum sets our policies, and there really isn't a scandal big enough to, 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 to have this imbecile removed, aside from the fact he's incapable, suffering from dementia. Did you hear this today? Wait, where is, it? where is this today? Listen. You know what percentage of AA and Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders is in this administration? You know why he said AA, don't you? 
because it was on the cue card on the thing. He didn't even know he was talking about Asian Americans because he is a dementia-ridden whore who's he's trying not to go to jail. Yeah, he's great. He's like Ed Burke. Only Ed Burke does. Yeah. He's got the pocket full of Viagra. I hear he's real excited about the new tavern on Rush. He's hoping his thirty-dollar right. whores show up. Thank you very much, Rich. I appreciate the call. In the meantime, there's some good stories going on. I want to make you feel good. One sec. Yes, sir. Chris Nelson, Free Florida Epic Times. I have here in my hand a press release from the Department of Justice from Tuesday where two well-known Miami Antifa members, Caleb Hunter Freestone and Amber Smith Stewart, were arrested and charged with defacing and attacking pro-life pregnancy centers by putting graffiti on it, your time is up, we're coming for you, we are everywhere. They face a maximum of 12 years in prison. We know these two very well as they antagonize and harass people at the school board down here. Governor, is it time that Antifa is labeled a terrorist organization, and what are you going to do with the the new abortion laws coming forward to protect those pro-life pregnancy centers and attacks by Antifa directed at pro-life Christians? You know what else should be labeled a terrorist organization is the Sinaloa New Generation Cartel and any other third world hellhole fentanyl dealers that are destroying our country. We should label it all a terrorist organization, but then we'd have to bring some of our military back from the oligarch-run Ukraine and maybe have them tackle this real problem we have here in this country. But one step at a time, let's deal with these sexually frustrated little dweebs, Antifa. God, I only wish there would have been some of those Antifa guys in the 80s in Melrose Park. We wouldn't be talking about this problem. Well, I was actually surprised to see that case brought because the Department of Justice had not been willing to hold those types of perpetrators accountable. Meanwhile, on the other side, you could have a pro-life advocate's guy is is a picket sign and they're going to treat him uh, like he's some hardened criminal. So there was a massive imbalance about how that's been handled. So to see that, I think, was a step in the right direction. They should be held accountable. Uh, What they are doing to try to intimidate these crisis pregnancy centers uh, is wrong. And if there's things that we can do on the state to bolster that, you know, we will support it. But just be clear, the DOJ Jay has been asleep at the switch at the wheel on this for a long time. So I'm glad to see it. I am surprised to see it, but they need to do a lot more. Yes, sir. Well, first of all, we should all admit that Antifa is the foot soldier of the Democrat Marxist mafia. They're an asset to them. They're not going to label them a terrorist. Frankie, Lake County. Hey, Shawson. Hey, thanks for making me laugh. Uh, it's just great to laugh during this uh, debauchery yeah. that we see every day. Wow. You know, and uh, I love talking to you about uh, restaurants. You mentioned that Tom's place. I, I always drove by it. I was like, what? Brothers. I wonder what it's like in there. It's phenomenal. First of all, it's phenomenal. The dressing, the steaks, absolutely phenomenal. I spent the bulk of my life going there almost every weekend. It was absolutely fantastic. And that's the place where I learned these half-ass, fat-ass gangsters hate to be made fun of. They hate it, yeah, which is why I love to make fun of them. They used and to they, get wired. Oh, it was a wonderful place. And I, I, I used to have family. My you know, friends go there and we I went there. I love it. I'd still go I still have my family go there. And it's wonderful food to this day. And every once in a while, oh, if man. I ever find myself there, I peek in. I look for the pinky ring. They sit on the on, on, on the side of the bar like yeah. real men. The whole time they're married to mean, <laughs> pipe fitting looking women as they try to woo girls from the neighborhood. It was a real comedy show. But that's where I learned the Armory. To... Do you remember they... the armory? I heard about it. My grandma made rap. Raviolis for uh, oh yeah, 
Sam uh, over there back in the day. I had a couple day. friends. They used to have Golden Glove boxing if the, at the Armory. You're talking about on North Avenue. I had, a, I had well, two of my yeah, friends fight there who were older than me, and me and my friends used to go there, and uh, they had Golden Gloves boxing. Well, there. Yeah. Did it, what was Giannotti's before? What was the name of it before they became Giannotti's? Boy, oh, boy. Remember I, the I do remember. I do remember it, but that was the that was the best eight finger gavadilla ever had with the vodka sauce. Oh, oh man, that was a I cartoon show in there that. too. Yeah, but in the meantime, that's where I learned, Frankie. They hate to be made fun right. of. The whole time they don't understand. Oh, you're walking jokes when you're in bed with these Democrats, short in the pants Irish gangsters. Not men. You're walking punchlines. That's why it's very. It's a pride thing. It's a wonderful character thing to say I never was shaken down by any short-in-the-pants Democrat in my life or Republicans, and I never will be because I spot them for what they are, half men, fat-ass, pretend gangsters. That's the, the legacy they're running on. That's why when I see this Irishman in the Union Hall pretend he's wired up like it was the 40s, you're nothing except a whore, and you're cheap, 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I love when people call my phone during the show. The only thing is I don't recognize the number. What I like about my voice message machine on my on my cell phone as I say I'll call you back unless you voted for Joe Biden you stupid son of a dog then I'll never call you back and don't ever call me again in the meantime let's talk about the FBI forever bothering Italians the most incompetent organization that this country pays for as their headquarters in Chicago is a quarter mile from a little tiny yard gnome of a guy who happens to be a Chicago mob boss named Mike Madigan and for 50 years they had no idea I got no idea it's almost as fun as the cops that drove Ed Burke around, as they were his valet of corruption. Breaking news, the DOJ made a major bust online. Overnight, it seized control of a dark web website used by a notorious ransomware gang known as The Hive. We now, see, aren't, aren't you supposed to get excited about that? Ooh, they're known as The Hive. Well, they've been around for 15 years, dummies. What took you so long? Are we supposed to thank them for doing the frickin' job you're paid for? We hacked the hackers. We turned the tables on Hive, and we busted their business model. In its first year of operation, Hive extorted over $100 million in ransom payment. Oh, $100 million you're excited about, Ferret Face? What was the cost of the Democrat mafia corruption in just the city of Chicago? What's the cost? In dollar amount, can you get some of your FBI to track down some of that? Stupid, can you do that? Right in your own backyard. But it did produce you. However, the quality of life for the ordinary Amer uh, Chicagoan, that's not good at all. Ordinary, regardless of color. New at 11, a 22-year-old man says Chicago is not safe after he was robbed while working to work at an elementary school, and it's the second time. It's he wasn't working to work. He was walking to work. But all right, you're a Democrat. We can't expect everything. It's happened to him in less than six months. Justin Purnell was walking at 87th and Gear, heading to Caldwell Elementary School early this morning. An SUV came speeding down the street, then stopped. Four men jumped out of it. Two of the men pointed guns at him and demanded his wallet, phone, Apple Watch, and book bag. Well, that's what you get. 
What are you doing showing off in Chicago with your phone and your book bag and your Apple Watch? You are going to walk in a third world gang run cesspool. You don't go showing off. You got to start thinking like a third world peasant because that's what it's like to live in these sewers of corruption run by Chicago Democrat mafia members. I was thinking maybe they're just going to shoot me. Because that just happens. Like, I've heard in many instances of people who are getting shot even after they've given everything up. Because it's run like a cartel. Because it's the same ideology occupied by the same scum, the same uneducated, illiterate, greed, thirsty scum. Sandia Pedro, a massive manhunt continues tonight for those responsible for massacring six family members to Larry County Sheriff's officials. I mean, if it wasn't. California, you would think it was south side of Chicago. In fact, you'd think this was Chicago, too. A popular Compton youth program that for 30 years has helped kids stay away from violence and gangs now may shut down because of gang violence. The Wildcat Youth Academy closed a few... <laughs> Sounds like the south side of Chicago. Sounds like the west side of Chicago. Starting to sound like the north side of Chicago. In fact, it does sound like the north side of Chicago. Sounds like everything. It all sounds the same. Even when the money problems. I'll tell you what happened. So you have Gavin Newsom running around going on about his surplus and how fantastic the economy is. And guess what he did with some of that money before the election? Handed it out in bribes. Sorry, inflation relief payments. Boy, you take a foot and a half off Gavin Newsom, make him look like a fat Fred Flintstone. You could be talking about Pritzker. Virtually the same thing. Weeks ago, after rival gangs were in a gun battle just outside its doors. Yeah, the kids inside were forced to run for cover. KTLA 5's John Fanolio reports the fact. I wonder, is it more dangerous in Kiev or Compton or Chicago? Pick a Democrat area. How about Philly? They're always good for a good story or two. Makes you feel right at home in Chicago. Founder of that academy says it's just too dangerous to reopen. Gunshots ring out next to a Compton playground. I wanted to Kamala Harris go here. Oh, no, there's she can't use that as an excuse to take away the Second Amendment of law abiding citizens who would have shot these low life scum. See, that's what's going to happen as the cartels and gangs take over the quality of life. There's not going to be a thin blue line anymore because they're under attack by the same mafia. There's going to be you and your gun. And that's all. So buy them if you don't. And if you don't, I guess you better join a gang. I guess that's always a possibility. Maybe just join the Democrats. Tell them you're going to fund them. They seem to take it easy on the politicians. Children running for safety. Staff screaming for the kids to get inside and take cover at the L.A. City Wildcats Youth Academy. All right, now remember when you're watching the news tonight, Quentin Tarantino did not direct it. That's the ramifications of having Democrat politicians in office. I'll be back in 21 hours kick their teeth down their throat again don't just have a great night have an american night three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.